This week, we talk about a movie that covers more genres than I can list, RRR. Making its return to the show for the first time since episode five, Mitchells versus the Machines, we welcome back Courtney. Hey, everybody. How y'all doing? I'm Matt. I'm Chad, and this is episode 102 of We Used to Talk About This at Work. Right, so I am um, real rusty this week. Um, had last week off, you know. Saw some family. I'll get into that in my segment. But um, just want to say, you know, solid episode last week, Matt. Um, mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. if we were to gamble, if we were to have bet, I didn't think your brother was actually going to show up. That is true. You <laughs> never know with him. <laughs> He's what we call a wild card. <laughs> but um it was it was a good episode you guys have some good chemistry you know you can really tell that you guys grew up with each other yeah you say good chemistry i was like we better we brother and sister i mean if we didn't then then that's another podcast so why are we not close you could have just talked about how somebody was adopted (laughs) that was Um, a great one I will say this though i think less of you now that i know that you guys own a boat a lot of people own both chat what are you talking about man you act like we have a a lot of like we have a yacht we know it wasn't we weren't in no yacht clubs or nothing like that it's just a boat if i told you i had a horse what would you think Mm -hmm. (laughs) chat chat mama got some money okay so why (laughs) is me having a horse abnormal but a boat isn't lots of people have boats because a horse, you got to maintain and things like you that. Don't you don't maintain a boat. You don't maintain a boat. It's just like a car, man. You go get the oil change. You do boat maintenance. Uh, is it's this, just regular stuff. Is this? Does this boat live at a marina? <laughs> uh, no, nah, it's probably in storage right now. Actually, I don't even know if they. I still have that boat. I see. Because for the longest time, it was in a uh, storage. But yeah, I don't know. What did they sell it off? Or is- Honestly, like, honestly, that uh, memory erased from my mind until somebody brings it up. <laughs> I see. So welcome back, Courtney. It's been a minute. How you doing, brother? Yes, it has been a minute. I'm doing good. It's been, it's been good. Uh, what, I think it's been like, what, two years since I've been on the podcast? Just about. So I re-listened yeah. to that episode um, a couple of days uh... ago. Not sure if anybody else has, and um, we had some really a really good flow back then. Like it's oh very clear that somebody brought something up, and we were just like very much going off off on a tangent, not a tangent, but like you know, just just breaking off from the structure that is the outline. And I'm like, wow, we don't right, right. often these days, but you know, the flow is just so snappy. But I also remember that that episode was like two hours long. And I oh, had to wow. cut it down. So, you know, the good and the bad, right? Yeah, there's a pros and cons to it. But it was your first year out, too. Cause, yeah. So you had so, to learn how to, like, yeah. yeah. Oh, what were you going to say, Chad? <laughs> Keep people on track. Um, So I had some yeah. questions for you. Because on that episode, you said you were um working on learning how to drive. Where are you at with that two years later? Um, that's still a... Yeah, I have not gotten there yet. 
Really? Uh, no, nah, I don't know. It's like stuff just, I don't know. It's like, I wish I I just, I guess like stuff just kept coming up and I kept like losing, I guess getting distracted. So did, did you, do you have your permit? I have my permit. Okay. Yeah, so you but, just need to take the test, the um, the um, the in the, the field the driving test. test. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, it's like, have you taken it and just not passed, or you haven't even taken it? I haven't taken it yet. When'd no. you get the permit? I, I say it was about a year ago. Oh, Courtney. Yeah, I know. What are you doing, I dude? I don't. I told you, man. man. Just go, just go just, ahead and knock that out. Just knock it out. It's. It's. I don't <laughs> say it's 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 easy, but uh, right. If but if you fail, you fail. Like you can try again. Right, because like whenever I'm driving, it's like I guess like one of the biggest. I want to say biggest frizz, but it's like when I first started driving, it was like a a fear of like not a fear, but like I guess it's like apprehension to like when people coming towards me on like a main street or like a highway. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. it's like what they gonna do? So I'm like. Kind of like scooting over a little bit on the highway, getting too close off to the side. Then I have to remember how to stay in my lane pretty much. Mm. Yeah, so I'm trying to, well, not trying to. I am and probably like in the next month or so, I'm going to get my driver's license. Okay, Courtney. Yeah. So you we'll can see, that's what that. you said two years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can hold me through that. Um, <clears throat> and where are you on Japanese lessons? Ah, uh, yeah, I'm still studying it a little, well, a little bit here and there. Um, yeah, because like with your Japanese, it's it's interesting because I started reading these. Um, they call it graded readers, so basically they start off with like one level, which is like easy. Like the graded readers start off on level one, which is pretty much like easy, like a couple words, maybe like three or four. And then as you go up through like the level, they get more complicated. They talk about different things and different subject matters pretty much. And I have to like, um, so while I'm reading it, I'm building my vocabulary up. So it's it's got its pros and cons to that too, I would say, because like when you learn Japanese, you have to like, it's not too hard of a language to learn. And like some people, when they approach it, they think it is because of like, not only do you have to learn another language, but you have to learn, but with Japanese, it's like you have to learn kanji, which are the uh, Japanese characters. And it's like a whole nother thing where people like, I guess I like, get apprehensive about that where they have to, they're thinking about like, oh, I have to learn like 2,000, 3,000, 500,000 or 5,000 um, kanji or characters or something like that to understand or learn Japanese. And you... I guess like you pretty much like you don't need to learn the characters. If you learn how to like speak or like learn conversational Japanese, you can pretty much get by. Just like by that, if you were like, let's say you're traveling to Japan or something like that. That's true. If you can mm-hmm. speak it, you're gonna be Gucci. Yeah. But if if like learning characters, because we just got our alphabet, 26 characters, you have your kanji, oh. you have your katakana. Um, right. You have everything like that to where um, once you learn it, it's a, uh, it's a, uh, it's easy. But like the problem with like, cause I, I know the hiragana, but yeah. but then the only problem is I know the sounds of the characters, but oh, I can say you... it, but I don't mm-hmm. know what it means though. Ah, uh, so, okay, okay. Yeah, so, so I, I can like read basics. 
Yeah, I can read what it says. I can read the sounds or whatever like that, but I just don't know mm -hmm. what it means. You read like a particular word. It's kind of hard to. Yeah, like it's when I'm out in these streets or whatever, I I'll see a sign okay. or something and I can pronounce it completely, but I then I yeah. just don't know what it means. So then I started just going instead of, uh, I started to try to learn words and learn what they mean. So then I could put down sentences. That's where like, even like when I'm at oh, the wife's yeah. family's house, they they be speaking and stuff and i know a lot of words so i just put those words together and i'm like okay and figure out what they're talking about oh okay based off based off of uh, context yeah. yeah oh okay okay dang it's like i wish i had something like that but shoot the only thing i have is just like me and like a bunch of books and like grammar books and like store like um graded readers for ja learning japanese and it's like I guess like that's cool for now, but like eventually I want to like uh, talk to somebody that's like actually Japanese. But I'm sure there's like groups you can find of people like language exchange or something like that. Yeah, and that's yeah, the, that'll be the biggest thing because even though like without that, they will help you. Like for example, my wife when I'm studying and stuff, she will help me with the correct pronunciation of the word, give me further oh, yeah. details, like. Because it's it's like the biggest thing with Japanese is the pronunciation of holding yeah. the sounds together. Like for example, kawaii is mm -hmm. cute, right? But then kawaii mm -hmm. is scary. Right. So you have to so you have to say kawaii. You have to stretch that out because if not, you might be trying to tell a girl she's cute, but end up telling a girl <laughs> she she's scary, right? So like that's the biggest thing with Japanese is like their pronunciation and the holding of a sound like that can mean two different words totally yeah yeah and like that was my first i guess like when i first started learning japanese that was the first that was like the thing that was kind of like uh i had to get over that hurdle i had to get over because i'm like wait a second i'm like what are they saying this like all sounds like gibberish or something like that since you've taken on the large task of like learning japanese why are you also trying to learn chinese oh yeah, because I, I got into learning Chinese, I want to say, not too long after learning um, Japanese, maybe like a couple, maybe like two or three months afterwards. And the reason why I wanted to take on that burden was, or that task of learning uh, Chinese as well is because I started looking online like a couple months. I want to say in that same year, I started noticing like more Chinese artists. And I was like, I was like, they're kind of nice. Like they are style and stuff like that. I was like, that's kind of nice. And then I found this um, Chinese website where, like, um, they go and post the videos of, like, tutorials on, like, how to paint grass or, like, how to paint the skin and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, my God. I was like, I didn't know this was even out here. And, like, it's just, like, this Chinese version of YouTube. So I usually go there to, like, if I want to find, like, more tutorials on, like, how to, like, draw what I want to draw or, like, um, trying to like learn a new skill um, within my, trying to be uh, within my like art, like trying to learn something new pretty much. I go to their own website and look at those videos. And like, I guess like, even though I can't understand it, I just kind of, I just pretty much like try to copy what I see and then kind of like uh, copy what I see and like with each version of like, or with each, um, not copy, but like each time I uh, complete a piece, I'll do it over again and over again, pretty much like going through different versions of um, what, I, what I'm seeing on the, on the video, pretty much.
I got you. And when you say you, you try, so you're trying to learn Mandarin, right? <laughs> yeah, Mandarin. And I, yeah, I know there's a uh, Cantonese. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I okay. try to learn that a little bit. It's a, a little harder because you have more tones with Cantonese, but I guess like I like um, learning Japanese kind of like taught me to like, um, it helped me to like develop like a strategy to, to learn Chinese and then learning Cantonese or like starting it up a little bit after Chinese. I kind of like took that strategy of like learning uh, Japanese and uh, I, t- I pretty much like yeah I took that strategy of learning Japanese and what the tools I use and resources and I use those on learning Chinese and Cantonese so okay. my thing is like why are you just perpetually spinning plates Courtney it's like you're working <laughs> on the driving you're working on the Japanese you're working on Chinese you know we got we might talk Whoa. later about your art and now you're also yeah. trying to be a minister like dude slow down uh, <laughs> yeah i don't know because like man i gotta i don't know I, I feel like i can't just i can't just finish one thing i have to <laughs> so that's how yeah with, with, with my netflix shows you i never uh, finished one i'm moving on to the next one so what, what's up with you wanting to be a minister on top of everything else you're trying to do like what, what's happening here like initially I didn't want to get into it, but my sister, she kind of like, I want to say she pushed me, but she encouraged me to do it. And I was like, I don't know, man. It's like being a minister. I was like, I don't know if that's me. It's like, I'm like, I'm fine. Just like sitting in the pew and like listening to the sermon and stuff, you know, like that. But um, she kind of, she encouraged me. She's like, yeah, it's like, we can um, do it together. And I was like, and then like, you know, after a little, um, it took a couple of days of her like kind of like not pestering me, but like, you know, you, you can do it. It's like we'll learn we'll do it together. And so we um uh, started about like half a year ago. And uh, I don't know, I would say like being a minister, like it's or like learning to be a minister, it's taught me a couple of things about like or, like one of the things it's taught me is to um I guess like be watchful or like I guess like not my surroundings, but um, yeah, you said be thorough. No, I said read the room. Oh yeah, pretty yeah. Read because the room because I would I would assume that yes, mm-hmm. like when you're trying to learn how to be a minister, yes, they you yeah. know talk of the Bible comes up, but like also it's like you are a bit of a performer, right? You need to engage with the um with the audience. You need to be able to just you know let people feel like you're talking to them, even though you're talking to a room full of people, right? Things of that nature. Yeah. You got to control control the crowd. You have to, like you said, a minister. Uh, I mean, not minister, mm-hmm. but a entertainer. You have to, because if you're you might if you're not engaging them, then they ain't gonna be listening to what you're trying to say. Right, right. Shoot, it's like even I want to say one of the, one of the thing I, um, we learned is like like presentation. So it's like if you woken up like with a like a uh, some baggy you know some baggy pants with like holes in it, and you trying to and you's like. And they present you like, here's minister, blah, 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 so and so. And people see you walking up with baggy ten or baggy pants with holes in them. They might get distracted by that. So they're not listening to like what you're trying to say. And I guess it goes into like other things too. Like, you know, like being a comedian. It's like with being a comedian, I'm pretty sure you have to like be able to control like the flow of like how you tell your jokes and like the right time mm-hmm. and print stuff like that. 
Right. So what is like uh, the process? Is there like a test or how do you, quote unquote, become officially a minister? Right now, we're going through a, man- a manual. So like we're just learning. And um, and as we go through the manual, we have to um, we have to after a while, maybe like a couple of weeks, we have to pre- like present a sermon. And like just recently, we had to do our first one. So it was about like 10 minutes or 10 10, 10, 12 minutes um, or so. Are you Mm -hmm. comfortable speaking in front of large crowds? Like, how do you feel like your, um, the entertainer Courtney is, performer Courtney is? Do you feel like you freeze under pressure? Do you feel like you kind of, your mind just goes like, not so much blank, but just like you have like you're you're a Derek Cotton head, like something like that. Sure. How how do you like honest an honest appraisal of yourself? Mm, I guess honestly, I would say that I don't know because like whenever I get up and pray for uh, on Fourth Sunday at my church, mm-hmm. usually when I get up there, it's like a I don't know. It's weird. It's like a switch that goes off or like a switch that happens. Like I'll be nervous a little bit before I get up there, and like I'll try to like. Um, like before I even get up there, I'm already like praying just to like get myself like in the in the zone for like a better like a better turn. But when I get up there on stage and like you know the cameras on me, the lights are bright and stuff like that, like there's like a, it feels like a switch, and like I just like I go in and then like not too long after that, it um, I'm just like feeling it and like um, I'm feeling the energy of like um, I guess like what I'm putting out and I just. I guess like it just feels like I'm on a roll a little bit, but with like the preaching, it feels a little bit different because like I'm still confident a little bit, and like um I'm not. That's like still a little like I don't. It's weird. It's like it's it feels different because like I'm not. I'm a little. I have like a little stage fright. The good thing about going mm-hmm. doing it at church versus doing it at a comedy show, these are people you <laughs> know and things like that, so they're gonna support right. you even if. Like you've seen plenty of times where right. somebody messes up or whatever. It's and okay, baby. Baby, take right. your time. <laughs> right. right, yeah, take right. it. See, so you won't, you won't have the support. So like, like, yeah, have your notes, but then go off the top of the dome and whatever, whatever. Yeah. And if you mess up, you know, you don't have the support. So that all it is is going to be trial and error. The more times you do it, the more comfortable you get. Yeah, I right, think that right. you need to um, be like everybody else and start a podcast and just continuously <laughs> do the public speaking and shit, you know? Right, right. Ooh, I think that's my first curse word this week. Hey, come on. But um, yes. transitioning off of, you know, mm-hmm. well, I guess this is still another plate you're spinning. Um, so you're watching Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. Uh, are are the, this is the first time you're watching these shows or are you rewatching? Yes, it's the, I want to say about a month ago, I got into watching Breaking Bad because I had heard of the show, but mm-hmm. I really wasn't like sure like what it was about. So I was kind of like, I would see like memes online on like Twitter, Instagram and stuff like that. And I think even some on Pinterest and like looking at the memes, I was, I was like, I wonder like, I was like, I would think to myself, I'm like, that looks like a cool show, but I'm like, oh. Um, I I was like I would think to myself I like that that's a cool show but I'm like I don't know like it's like people like say it's like the best show blah 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 of all time like mm, I don't know because I guess like with some things that are overhyped 
I kind of like, um, I don't know. I guess like I wouldn't say like it. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like it repose. You're contrarian. If if they if other if majority mm. of people like it, you like. Mm, I'm not sure <laughs> it's gonna be like that. Yeah, so, yeah. That's but it. my my thing is well, not my thing, but so the thing also is that sometimes you need to have watched the thing as it was happening. Yes. Yeah. Because, like, just speaking for Matt, like, um, he's like Star Wars is fine. Like, you yeah, know, I don't need to go dress, be dressed up as Chewbacca at a convention like you, Chad. Yeah. But it's fine. But I'm like, oh no, man, this is the shit. And, you know, he didn't grow up with it. So it doesn't mean the same thing. So like some shows, it's like if you weren't like with it when it was on the air, if you weren't mm-hmm. looking at the memes. Of that's, the time, that's how I feel about Game of Thrones, where uh, I feel like yeah. I, if I watch Game of Thrones now, I would enjoy it. But I, mm-hmm. I think that if I would have watched it when it was going on, when everybody was on social media, I think I'll probably enjoy it more than when it was on this peak when everybody was talking about it yeah yeah i see that but i feel like at least early game of thrones is written extremely well though so it's like Mm. yes Mm -hmm. the other stuff outside of that would be bonus but like you'd be talking about like i cannot believe that xyz happened in this show right Mm -hmm. because like i tried to get into game of thrones i want to say it was like 2012 like two years after it premiered Mm-hmm. And like around that same time, I was like getting into um, what was it, Supernatural? Mm-hmm. And like out of those two shows, <laughs> like out of the, oh, so you've seen Supernatural, Chad? Huh? Okay, yeah. So out of those two shows, I saw the first episode of uh, so I watched the first episode of both shows, Supernatural and um, Game of Thrones. I'm sorry, yeah, Game of Thrones. Thank you. And um, at the first episode, at the after the end of the first episode of Game of Thrones, I was a little confused. I could like, I guess like, I was like, how it was like real long. You can't compare the two because it's like mm-hmm. they filmed like probably like five six episodes, and then there's like, all right, this is on TV now. Versus they filmed mm-hmm. that whole season, they sat there and planned it out. It wasn't like this. Right. You, you know how network TV shows are. Yeah, I've been watching because like I've uh, another thing that comes to mind is like I've been watching like the the Flash for like at least seven years, Why? and like that show. Why? Hey, I'm mean, I'm mean, it has its moments. I was I would say that, like the Flash has its moments. <laughs> nah, and, don't like, don't let Chad try to change your mind. If you love the Flash, say you love the Flash. I'm biased, all right? I can't stand anything that comes on network TV these days. I just feel like it's a lesser form of television. But like, I mean, but like, what about Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul? That's been on. Have you, have anybody of y'all seen Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad? Seen all of Breaking Bad, haven't seen Better Call Saul. Same. Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, so you, so Chad, you've seen all of Breaking Bad, but not Better Call Saul. Just like Matt, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, because like, so I got into break watching Breaking Bad a couple of I want to say about a month ago. Like I think I said it earlier. So and, how um, far into Breaking Bad are you? I'm done. And Better Call Saul, how far are you? I'm almost done. Okay. So yeah. how? Well, what, what? All right. So did Matt? Did you watch Breaking Bad as it was airing? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. I so did. outside looking in, Courtney, what's your take on Breaking Bad? It's amazing. It's 
Man, I feel like it's like one of the shows where it's like, like Breaking Bad is one of my favorite TV shows now. And um, was it Avatar The Last Airbender is one of my favorite TV shows? Because mm-hmm. like I caught, I actually caught that actually the same way I caught Breaking Bad, where the show had premiered, it had run its course. And then I want to say it ended in like 2007, but in 2008, that's when I discovered Avatar The Last Airbender. So, and I watched that show like, I want to say like three times over or something like that. Okay. Because like the the, the story is just like amazing. And uh, with Breaking Bad, I like I recently got into that. And man, it's just like the writing, the the um, like the opening sequence or like the opening title is pretty cool. And uh, like the acting, that's what I really like about the show is like the the acting is just like top tier acting to me. It's just mm-hmm. it's like right. a ten out of ten. So, uh, See, I'm sorry, Matt. No, I'm saying like, but yeah, because I watched it when it was on and I loved it right then and everything. And, mm-hmm. you know, people say it's the greatest show on there. Yeah. I loved it then. Now, if I was like, oh, yeah, you should go watch Breaking Bad. Like somebody who has seen it, I wouldn't recommend somebody to go. Like Breaking Bad is not one of my top shows. No. Uh, if If somebody was like, no. If somebody was like, if I was going to recommend somebody like an older show that people like, I would say something like go watch The Wire. That mm-hmm. is something that I, I love that, like, that that people should go back and watch. But no, uh, Breaking Bad was cool for what it was. It's good. I mean, it's a great show and everything, but it's like, I don't remember it. I don't remember like the highlights, the, the one-liners, the stories as much as I remember The Wire. And The Wire was older than Breaking Bad, but that's how um, good The Wire was that I felt The Wire was. Yeah, because I want to say that the wire was like um an early 2000s show or something yeah. like that. Like yeah. I, I'm with you on that, man. Like every time somebody says they want to watch Breaking Bad to me, I always mm-hmm. say <clears throat> you gotta really want it, right? Because mm-hmm. I felt like that first season was so hard to get through because it was like I don't really? mind like it something being slow and you getting to know the characters, but it was yeah. just mm-hmm. so slow that you gotta want it to get to the end the first first season to me oh okay i got that i got through there pretty good like the first season yeah i was just like like, i'm here and then it's like okay (laughs) ramping up season finale and then like season two kind of started a little shaky for me but like it got it like it's a good show i agree but like i feel like they took a little too long to you know get to where Mm. they need to be Oh wow! There's another show like the people say is good as Ozarks. Never seen. Oh yeah, I've heard it. That's a Netflix show. Yeah, I watched the first two seasons of it. Uh, Yeah, and then it's kind of like me. Just we know when they take a long time to create the next season, and then when it finally Mm -hmm. debuts, I don't have my interest for it. Just like having when I remember at one point I love Snowpiercer. They took so long for the next Uh, season, and then the next season came out, and I haven't watched it. Yeah, what are you watching right now, Matt? Right. Um, a friend of the show, Josh from Japan, was uh giving us ideas of uh anime to watch and everything. So Mm. he wanted to choose choices was a silent voice. Yeah. So I'm looking at this on the island. I'm like, why does this? Why does that look so familiar? What is that? Okay, I remember. (laughs) Right. And I wanted to cry. Like. Full intention wow. before I started the movie, I was like, okay, I'm 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 looking at this because I want a good tearjerker and everything. I want to feel sad. I want to be in my emotions. 
<laughs> it's a great movie, but I it, it didn't it was trying to get me there, but it didn't get right. me there to where I was crying. Not even a lump in the throat. I didn't just feel the wow. sympathy, but it was not there. But basically, a silent voice is uh, it's an anime movie where you have a deaf girl, deaf girl uh, come to a new school and basically the main character bullies her. Right. Mm -hmm. And she end up leaving the school and things like that. So he gets older, uh, his classmates around him, all his friends at the time. Um, once she leaves, they kind of like turn on him and he became the pariah. Blah, blah, blah happens. He um, is about to commit suicide, but he stops and blah, blah, blah. He later on in life as they're grown, not grown because they're still in like university, but uh, he he finds her again and then things happen. And it's, it's sad. Um, yeah, but it was good, though. So I appreciate okay. the recommendation. It it was a it's good. It's you get you get your you get in your feels, but it was enough to make me cry, though. Was it a situation oh, where, like, now that they're older, he she, he's like, oh, shit, you hot. I'm trying to see what's good. No. Okay. No, he was, like, on a, on a redemption type thing to where, like, yeah. because that moment in school basically changed his life forever. All his friends wasn't fucking with him and everything. And mm. he kind of went down, he not downhill, but he just, it changed him personality-wise to where he, he wasn't. Kind of like he wasn't outgoing and everything, laughing and talking. Then he kind of like stayed to himself. He wasn't mm -hmm. talking, wasn't looking people in the eye. He became people didn't want to be his friend and stuff like that to where on a chance he ended up seeing her. And then he wanted to basically try to right all the wrongs that he did. Oh, OK. OK. Yeah, because I think I heard about that movie a couple of years ago. And I listened to like the only thing I can remember about the movie was that like yeah like a really nice like um I don't know if it was like a it had like a real nice song in the uh, movie I, I can't remember what it was called but that's all I can remember and I I used to listen to that all the time. And usually the anime movies usually they soundtracks to be on be on point. Oh my god, yes, dude. Uh, you talked about it before. I was I finally able to go see Creed three. Okay. Uh, yeah. I love this movie. I like. Oh, okay. Yeah, I loved it. Like, uh, I've seen all the creeds. Remember, I know when you talked about it, I was like, did it get you in your feels? And uh, there was no sensitive part into this movie, what I was thinking, what his daughter and stuff. But uh, I really oh, enjoyed wait, this did, movie. Did, wait, what did I say? Did I say it got me in my feels? Because I don't think it did. <laughs> no, no, no. Because I, I told you that in the second one, okay, yeah, it did get, it's, it's going to hit you as far as father and a daughter. Because you said you never seen the second one, right? Correct. Mm -hmm. Right. So I was like, I wonder if anything like that going to be in this one. But no, it yeah. wasn't in there like that. Yeah. But no, I enjoyed it. I liked them um, because I was really looking forward to what all they were talking about. The fight scenes are going to be based off an anime, like anime type stuff. Oh, yeah, so I was, yeah. I was here for that. But it, it didn't go in. Right. It you was say a fight to, scene is anime. Trying, yeah. Yeah. I, I thought it was going to be like some really... So Naruto, what stuff. is you're right, yeah. but like it's kind of did it where like you know they they did it where they blacked out the crowd and it was just them two in the ring and things like that. But I mm. think he could have went deeper on the anime fight right. scenes. Like if you right. didn't know, if you didn't know there were anime influences, you would just think that he's just doing like some artsy fartsy stuff. That's mm. right, 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 right. Yeah. 
You but overall, to, uh, you I enjoyed it. You went into town to see it. Yeah. Okay. And the wife really loved it because you know she's all about that Michael B. Jordan with no shirt oh, on yeah. lifestyle. Hmm. Sounds about right. And the other thing I wanted to talk about was um, they got this new show on Hulu called Animal Control. Um, they got they got my boy Joe McHale from Community on there, and it's basically Animal Control, right? So I, I've seen like the first, I think there's only three episodes or four episodes so right so far right now. But I'm enjoying it. But then that got me thinking. We having a show about uh animal control. We have scrubs for you know hospitals. We have, right. you know, all these different shows, office about office stuff and everything else like that. And I'm like, and then you have, of course, Abbott Elementary about schools. So I started thinking, if all we're doing is just basing shows off regular jobs, <clears throat> what would be next? So I came up with two uh... ideas that I think you could have plenty of content and different things happening. So I'm giving your thoughts on it. First one is about a garbage Company? No. Garbage man. I'm trying to think of I mean oh, it's garbage oh, man. I'm trying to think oh, of the company. The garbage yeah, something, company. Yeah. Right, right. Where oh, they go out and okay. do things and they find stuff and then you have fun events and things like that. It's gonna be a sitcom type of thing. And then and they have can, a they have a crossover with um Law and Order where they find a body in the trash. See, there we go. Now we branching things off. We moving this right along. And then the other one I got is uh housekeeping. Probably in a hotel, oh. and it's just based on cleaning rooms, finding things. You have, you know, meeting with guests, uh, interacting with guests and everything. So I think something like mm. you're going to have your core cast of housekeepers, and, you oh. know, they interact with front desks from time to time and things like that to where you can have some comedy, some jokes, and either one of those stuff. Yeah, I can see that. Mm. Yeah, I can see that. The housekeeping one, I think I like that idea more. I can see that. All right, so if anybody want to write some things, let me know. Well, we, we're writing it. We're going to pitch it. All right. Mm-hmm. Add it to the, the long list of things we need to do. Right. So I like to put this stuff out on this podcast. So then when like a year and a half from later, two years from, from now, when we see we get a show like this, I'd be like, mm-hmm. see, this is what I was talking about. Oh, I right, gonna say, no. So we can sue people because they stole our oh. deal. <laughs> right. Hey man, I'm trying to get that um one dollar settlement like uh I'm gonna say Gustafani, but uh, yeah, I'm trying to get that one dollar <laughs> oh. settlement. I oh. wish you will. I, I know what you're talking about. Yes. Uh, what's her name? Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. Um, and then the, I just I just read today the guy replied back. He was like he feels like this this uh trial was a waste of time, and now he's gonna be on the internet forever. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what he thought was going to happen. Mm. Right. But Chad, uh, what you got to talk about? Um, Yeah, so I went out of town with Samantha and our daughter last week. Um, uh, Samantha's from Iowa, and we Mm -hmm. took our daughter there. Uh, She's never been to meet some family that she's never met before. Um, She'll be three in June, and she's a COVID baby. So, you know, (laughs) a lot of things were, like, delayed, like being able to meet people because you know, uh, social distancing and all that jazz. You probably didn't like that, did she? Who? Your daughter meet new people. Um, I we didn't think that she would, but um, she was mostly chill. Like she had some cousins. I guess they'd be third cousins. Samantha's mm. first cousins 
kids. However that goes. Um, she interacted with them pretty well. Like they had like a trampoline and she was getting, she got in the trampoline and jumped with them and she was running around a little bit with the ball. Um, they had a dog and um, she does not like pets. Like at a dog, <laughs> she was freaked out over the dog. And then one day we saw some cats and she was freaked out over the cats. Like from afar, mm-hmm. she'd be like dog, cat, but don't get close to her. Mm-hmm. Not a good thing. Um, <clears throat> overall, the trip was pretty good. Um, had a little bit of car sickness, but you know, she did, but that's to be expected. Um, we stayed in a hotel and I brought the Apple TV with me, and um, I highly recommend it's a good situation. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay, you haven't been in a hotel for a while, but I guess you know, if you want to watch your show shows, mm-hmm. then you end up bringing your own stuff. And I did like how, you know, how like sometimes like when you log into Wi-Fi in public places and mm-hmm. there's not a lock on it. And so like you'll log, you'll sign into it and then like a website will pop up that you have to do stuff on. Right. So there's no web browser on the Apple TV, but um, if it has one of those things, it'd be like, oh, hey, your cell phone is nearby. Can I can we open the pop up on your cell phone? So then you could do. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So I I appreciate that Apple ingenuity. But um, yeah, everything was pretty good until it was time to leave, and it's Iowa, and they had like seven inches of snow, and um, Samantha's like, "Nah, we about to roll the fuck out of here." So you know, we cleaned off the SUV, loaded that motherfucker up, hit the road. Um, roads that she grew up on. That um she she swears that she knows by like the back of her hand, and um we spent out a couple of times um, oh, it was pretty bad out there. It was bad, bad. Like they didn't even treat the roads bad. Wow, that's crazy. Gotcha. So we ended up um mm. stopping along the way at a ho- at another hotel. Um, so you know morale was very down at that point, <laughs> but uh overall the trip was good. Um. Also, quick aside, um, here in St. Louis, at least, the hospitals are lifting mask requirements for not just patients, but also um, um, employees, like doctors mm-hmm. and nurses. Uh-huh. So my daughter, my, I had to take my daughter to one of her appointments. And, you know, the receptionist woman, she doesn't have her mask on, but I'm like, okay, you're not really a medical professional so whatever right, right. and so her doctor comes in my daughter's doctor and like you know i've never seen this woman's face in person it's always been like the picture on the website she came in i'm like who the fuck are you <laughs> <laughs> so it was kind of weird like i still had my mask on i'm like okay you kind of cute but also we've had this conversation before mm-hmm. i don't i don't need to know motherfuckers cute because you're supposed to be wearing a, ma- a mask Nah, I get it. There's a, there's a, I was told my wife about this. There's a lady at work. I went through this, this training at work. Japanese lady wore a mask, but like from everything that I see, she looked like she cute. So in my mind, she cute now. So she always wears a mask and she's probably, probably in her fifties, but in my mind, she cute. That, that don't mean that. And I'm just thinking, right. That's what I said. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm worried for the day that I actually see her without a mask. 
Right, she's right. not cute. This gonna make this gonna piss me off. Cause when my mind, I'm like, oh, she cute. I'm 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 trying to do this extra training with her and everything. But if she take off that mask, and she's not gonna be cute anymore. I'm gonna be like, that's why I like in my mind, just keep the mask off. <laughs> I've already made the decision <laughs> about my yeah, what, what you look like. So just keep it on, and we all gonna be happy. I'm like, you have lovely eyes. I don't need to right. see anything else. <laughs> right. It's like I like <laughs> your hair. I like your face structure. We fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. Just the upper half. Yeah, yeah, that's right. all we need. That's all we need. Um, also, I caught um the um the early screening of Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves oh, the other day. Uh, oh. That's the one with uh Chris. Pine. Thank you, Chris Pine, mm-hmm. uh, Michelle Rodriguez, Justice Smith, the little redhead girl from It, um that yeah. um that handsome black man from Bridgerton. Um, uh, Hugh Grant. Um, right, right. Overall, it was it was fun. I will oh, say okay. that the not all the jokes was hidden. Like I was mm-hmm. laughing at the jokes because, like you know, I'm in a crowd. I feel obligated to laugh in some bits, but they right. weren't hidden like they were supposed to hit. Like they weren't hidden like they was hidden in the trailer. Like the mm-hmm. jokes in the trailers was good. The jokes in the movies were fine. Um, the story overall was decent. It was a decent story. Um, not exactly how I personally would have structured it, and this is me speaking mm-hmm. as the critic. Mm-hmm. Um, it has some tropey stuff like, oh man, this character died, but we have a thing that can bring them back to life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So is it? I know, of course, they made it to where like regular Joes like me. Can go in there and appreciate it and everything else like that. But as people who grew up and love and play Dungeons and Dragons and stuff, would they get a extra yeah entertainment in it because they know more yeah. stuff? Oh, yeah, okay. like okay. there's okay, stuff good. that's in it that's like as a movie goer, you're like, okay, that's a funny idea. But like as somebody familiar with D and D, they're like, oh yeah, that is actually a thing in the game. Okay. Like right, for right, example, right. for example, uh, there is like this token that you can get that reanimates a dead body. And for the sole purpose of you asking it five questions and then it dies again. Oh so that's oh, an okay. actual item in D D for whatever your quest may be. And so they they reanimate a, a, a um <laughs> a corpse and it's like, okay, hey, how you doing? It's like, okay, wait, did the coin work? Yes. Like, no, wait, I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to him. I was asking him yeah. if the coin worked. Yes. And then, like, that's two. Uh, okay. Uh-huh. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I saw that in the trailer. Yeah. So, like, yeah, it's fun. It's it's funny yeah. stuff like that, but then it's stuff that's, like, not so funny. But it's a fun movie. I recommend people see it. I personally don't think it's going to do well, mm-hmm. but um, that's just me. You know, just kind of judging by the temperature of, like, how many people were in the theater and stuff. And like how mm-hmm. much buzz I'm seeing online. Um, I would recommend it as a matinee. I wouldn't say pay full price for it. Um, gotcha. Because okay. that reminds me. Have y'all heard of that show? Um, what was it called? Vox Machina. Oh, wait, what? Oh, oh on, Am- on Amazon? Yeah, yeah, that's the show. Are What's you the name? Say Mythic Quest? Or no, I thought, uh, Vox I thought, that's, what, I thought that's what you're talking about. Oh. It's a... Um, I feel like maybe somebody on the show brought it up. It's based off a game. Oh, Mythic Quest? No, no, no. Vox Machina. Oh, Vox Machina. I think so. Isn't it? 
Yeah, like uh, it's one of the what was it, the critical role people on um mm-hmm, I think they do like mm-hmm, streams mm-hmm. on Twitch or something like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what they that's what they do on there. And like they turned it into a TV show and put it on Amazon Prime and like I was kinda like uh I won't say surprised, but like I was I guess I was surprised a little bit how about I was surprised at like how much um I guess like how good it was in the first season. And then when the second season came out, it was it was way better than the first the first season, the second season. And I was kinda like, okay. Yeah, I guess yeah, like I see them starting to do more stuff with like D and D. Like mm-hmm. I guess like with the Dungeons and Dragons movie Honor Among Thieves and then like Vox Mike, you know, I'm like, I'm kinda getting into it, but I'm still kind of like the only thing I I actually like care about is Vox Machina because like one because like it's animation so I'm always interested in like seeing like anything that's like animated yeah um and then like I guess like two because like the characters are like pretty pretty interesting they had like a really good first season then like the second season kind of like uh I guess like the characters kind of like roll me a little bit more than the last or the last season. Right. Uh, yeah, I see what they're doing. All right, we are ready to push this to the finish line. <clears throat> yes, sir. This week we discuss R R R. Fire! Nineteen twenty India, determined to reunite molly an abducted girl with her mother the tribe's fierce fearless defender Baham. how do you say his name Baham. i think Baham. sets travel to um, delhi using a new identity but the british but the british have the population under their thumb as a result ruthless governor scott buxton entrusts um, I'm going to call him uh, Rama, a hardest nails police officer with a vital task. Work undercover to ferret out and under mm, to um, I haven't I don't think I've read in a while. I'm going to be honest. Right. I'm like, why'd you make this so so, uh, so sp- specific, specific like that? So wordy. Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, as a result, because I want to give the people an idea, because we always just like gloss over what this movies, what these movies are about, and we just be like, I like this part. This was mm-hmm. fun. Some people aren't gonna watch these fucking movies. Well, they they need to trust our judgment. If we say we like stuff, all right, just go with it. We you don't need a full detail. That's what trailers are for. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get through this shit. All right. <laughs> As a result, ruthless governor Scott Baxton entrusts in, in Rama, a hardest nails police officer with a vital task, work undercover to ferret out an unknown warrior. And before long, Bahim and Raja, sorry, and Bahim and uh, Rama have a chance encounter at an accident site and they immediately bond. However, as the two bosom buddies embark on a peril-laden rescue mission what is this shit i wrote and daily bustling <laughs> streets <laughs> utterly unaware of each other's true identities uh pressing questions arise what happens if one of the mighty companions blows his cover in the battle royale between fire and water what the fuck did yeah. I, what? 
Okay. Jay's trying to write a book over there. I see. Um, I see Matt, you, what, Matt, what'd you think of this movie? Um, overall, I well, enjoyed it. Um, there was things I did not like. There's things that I did enjoy. But um overall, I enjoyed this movie. Let's okay. I was I've been thinking about this. Let's let's kind of chop this up into sections. So we had the very first section, like the little intro of like the British mm-hmm. coming and snatching that little girl. Just thoughts on that segment, everybody. Free for all. Mm. Uh, it was fine. Uh, uh, tells history. It sets up the story going forward. Uh, no complaints. Yeah, I'm like, okay, this, you know, yes, the British suck. And then, like, <laughs> they threw that, uh, they threw the the mom some money, and they're just like, okay, thank you for this child. And she's like, wait, 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 what? Yeah. Right, she was like, "Oh, she wants to thank you for the singing." Yeah, yeah. But man, when they they smacked the shit out of her with that log, I was like, yeah. "Then we, yeah. we that's 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 laying the groundwork. We off to the races. This is what this is going to be like." <laughs> and this is what I was expecting. I'm expecting um, the outlandish stylized. Um, yeah, that's what I was mm-hmm. expecting. Courtney, just the intro. Yeah, I was. I didn't expect that. I did not expect them to like knock the mom like upside of here, like a what is what do you have like a like a club or something like that? Yeah. It looked, yeah, like I didn't expect them to do that at the beginning. And it's just like <clears throat> I don't know what it was. It was like the effects of like it was like real clean. Like they shot that scene way too clean. I was I was like, okay, like y'all are not holding back anything at all. So right. Going yeah, going into the movie, I guess like that was what that thing told me is that like we're going into this like we're not holding anything back, no holes barred kind of thing. Yes, you're about to see some straight cruelty. So, um, the intro of our two leads, those two segments. Um, I personally like the first one more with um Raja Rama, the police guy. Like, um, I feel like it should really showcase like his quote unquote powers. Like mm-hmm. when he went in and just beat like beat up a whole field of men just to get another yes. man. Now during that whole encounter, I was calling him a, a fucking punk ass motherfucker mm-hmm. for you know betraying you, your people. You just, you just yeah. sell out, <clears throat> right? But I'm right. like, that's so badass. And like the other segment where dude is like fighting animals, I'm like, cool. But mm-hmm. this man beat up a whole bunch of human people. That's the same thing I thought too. I was like, you laid the groundwork for Raju, where being uh once his mind's made up, nothing's going to stop him from getting yeah, his job the terminator. getting the job done. Right. But then uh Bahim, he 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 was running away from a wolf, or then he did, but then he became a tiger. And then it was like yeah. it, it it showed his strength, but it didn't show him like they weren't on the same level. You could tell right. one is bigger yeah. and better than the other person. Yes, that's how I felt too. Oh man, that's kind of crazy. Cause like, if I was to choose, like either like, if I had to go through what Bahim went through or what Raju went through, I'd rather. Dang, you know what? I actually I would pick Raju because like I ain't fighting no <laughs> tigers or bears or yeah, mm-hmm. nothing like that. I ain't doing that. <clears throat> All right, so Courtney, what did you think of part one proper? When I say part one, I mean once Bahim gets to the city to the um the halfway point the um 
the uh, interlude. What were your thoughts? Oh, are you are you talking about when he goes? I think what was that with the hands with the hands? Oh, when they first met each other. No, no, no. I'm saying when Bahim gets to India. Sorry, uh, Delhi to the fight at the at the mansion. Thoughts on that? Ah, when he brought all the animals out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah, okay, okay. Dude, that was (laughs) that was sick. I can't. I'm not gonna lie. That was probably one of the sickest moments of the film. And there are like a lot of like moments like that, but I don't know. I guess it's like one thing I remember is that like when he came through, when Bahim came through, I think it was like at one point he jumped out of a cart and then the cart kind of like was on fire and it flipped over. I think that's is that the no, no, that, I'm thinking of, that's um, that's wait, that's that wasn't Bahim, that was Roger, I think. I think Bahim came when he came in, he came through with a he came through like um it wasn't a cart, but like it was just like a I can't remember what it was, but he just like out of the the vehicle that he used to come through the um the mansion or the, the palace, it was just like one of those things where I was like, he just like when he pop, came to the palace and he popped out with all those like lines and or like them tigers and animals. I was kind of like, I was like, dang dude. Like there was cause like there was like this one shot where it was like if I could, it was like if Zack Snyder, did, like I don't know, that's the only person I could think of. It's like it felt like something directed like by Zack Snyder, where it's like yeah. it was like this perfect very, slow motion, very scene. stylized. Yeah, very stylized. I could say that. And I was just like, right because I this is. Um, go ahead, man. I'll say yeah, uh, yeah. The I'd like probably like this part. I don't say the best, but I did, I like the different aspects of this part because then you got mm-hmm. the first time they meet up and they they do everything to save the boy on the on the on the boat. Uh, the right. whole jumping over, you grab the rope, we wrap it around. Here's a throw a flag to you, you wrap it around when you go to the fire and we hold hands and everything like that. Um I like that part. I I think like I took this for what it is and I try not to put um uh, logic into anything that they yeah. do and I and I was just going to enjoy it for what it was so like that scene right there I'm like okay I'm on board this is like Fast and the Furious type of stuff <laughs> and then but then the point that got me was when oh wait maybe that was after the fact oh no no it was before uh no that was after it okay never mind but like uh some of the stuff they were doing were like, all right, now you guys are getting too crazy out here. I was like, oh, doing, doing that bromance um, montage when he over here doing uh, exercises while old dude on the shoulders and shit. Right. See, I was going to get to that part later on. Also, when he just picked up the motorcycle and everything, I'm like, all right, y'all. I thought I was like, we understand these are the levels that these people are on. So you're like, okay. But then when you start doing crazy things, even crazier than that, you're like, where did that come from? Just like, all right, never mind. That's after the part. So I won't say that part. But um, mm-hmm. I like it's a. Uh, I like for what is worth. They do the dance sequence at the party. Not too, to not too. Like oh my gosh, dude. right? And it's like is oh, it just turned into some some house party kid and play battles right. and everything else like that. Uh, <laughs> that's what when I when I when mm-hmm. I. Pick, when we when I saw the trailer and everything, that's what I thought we would get. I know it's going to be the dancing. I know it's going to mm-hmm. be the the outlandish, uh, not effects, but outlandish abilities and stuff like that. So it was right on par to what I thought this movie was going to be about. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I watched this movie over two nights. Like I watched the first half Monday night and the second half Tuesday night. And I absolutely mm-hmm. loved part one. Like I was on the edge of my seat. Um, the um, I believed the friendship. Like you mm-hmm. could tell like that's like his yeah. bro, you know? Yeah. Right. Right. I'm be honest. I did not. I don't know what that white, little white girl saw in Bahim. I didn't understand <laughs> that shit at all. Yeah, I didn't understand. Was, uh... I thought he. I thought he was. I thought he was feeling her because he was just trying to infiltrate the house. But then I'm mm-hmm. like, wait, you actually like her, my guy? Like, why? Yeah. This is yeah. like literally the first white woman you've seen. Is that what we're doing here? Hey, man, yeah. only takes one. <laughs> only <laughs> takes one. <laughs> That's. I yes yes yeah, that is fair. I was kind of confused on that too a little bit because I was like, man, because I don't know. I'm just, I feel like whenever they like talked or like tried to communicate with each other, like, I don't know. I just feel like, man, y'all need like a translator. Like, yeah, they just need like a translator whenever they try to communicate because this ain't working. Yeah. Well, I, I like yeah. that part because it shows you that even though you don't mm-hmm. speak the language, you can still get what you want what you're asking for or whatever so he won't like she became friends yeah. with him and everything and he liked her then all they did was body language and whatever whatever and they were still able to make right. it work that's a that's a astute point um yeah that's true <clears throat> yeah that end fight though like my goodness i was just like i was oh, i was i was shaking because i was so angry at um at Raja. I'm like, dude, <laughs> Raju, yeah. please stop. Just stop. Stand down, bro. Stand down. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> oh, when um at the at the at, uh at the at the the big fight at the end. Well, oh, I thought the, you meant at the I, halfway point. Well, I, I I thought you meant like at the the uh hanging. No, no, no. That's that's part two. Oh, okay. Oh, was that part two? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm talking about halfway when he came in and attacked oh. with the animals and stuff, and yeah. and his homeboy came there dressed in full mil- uh, police uniform. I'm like, dude, mm-hmm. dude, right. you could have just sat this one out. You are you're mm-hmm. already recovering. You don't have to fucking do this. Oh, that's right. That was after he. Re- right. That was in the. Right. He, that was as he was recovering. Right. Right. Oh. Right. So but I mean that that full strength. Right. And but that was a, a badass interest though that for no, him it, to bust through that one door yeah. and the animals were loose. One thing I did appreciate was it wasn't like these animals was on his side because you see he had a lion yeah, attack yeah. him and everything else like that. He was just like, let's just get a, a gang of animals. These and let's are see wild what happens. animals, <laughs> right? Right. So I still like that part. Um, and then like the whole time, mm-hmm. I'm like, I kept thinking, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? There has to be a reason. Why are you doing this? And they didn't explain this to like the very fucking end of the movie of why he was doing this. So oh, I respect Roger. that. Yeah. So, mm. um, yeah. 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 And the fight scenes and everything is, is good. And, um, yeah. 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 And I want to, I want to say something else about that. I think there was like a scene where was it Bahim was like, he was while he while he was fighting, there was like a, a tiger or like two tigers that came up against him and they were they were leaping in the air and like he just kind of like I don't know why he did like some matrix thing in the air and like he jumped back. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God. It was just like one of those 
I guess like it was just like another like stylistic thing that I like. Yeah, that I I just like I really like yeah. took notice of. It. I'm like, dang, dude, like, because like I initially thought like if this dude like if the director like did like a Marvel movie, man, no, it is just he did like, a Marvel did movie. It, it it would look like every other Marvel movie. That's right. true. Right. That's true. What you think of part two? All right, now here's the part I did not like. I no, I'm saying let me take that back. I hated, I hated, one more time, I hated the part where he's fucking being hanged, they want him to kneel, and this motherfucker starts singing. I hated that part. You hated it? With, that, a, pas- but, with a passion. But here's I the thing. I hated that he started singing. Here's the thing, man. Mm. Unlike most musicals where a lot of the time <clears throat> the music is in somebody's head, like in in the reality of this movie, he's actually singing to the 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 crowd the crowd to right. him being hung and so like the singing has an actual point yeah it's the I, get, I get that but i did not i like you're getting whipped you're getting all this other stuff but then you then he need then if he's doing if he's going to do what you said then make mm-hmm. it seem like he's actually singing in pain where it's not a montage like they did earlier with the dad's thing sure he was getting whipped and everything but he sang it off mm-hmm. like like everything was culture like was it's a fine. pause in the movie right <laughs> so it should be a singing thing to where even though he's being whipped he's singing this out to the people and everything to rally them but it was just like i just they but that's the whole that part thing was, was <laughs> white angry white lady wanted him in pain she wanted to see him yeah. bleed so if he would have been singing that song as a like a hurt man that's partially giving them what they want mm-hmm. but she was already giving him one they want once he was bleeding and everything yeah but he can't control the bleeding but he can control how he comes off so if he was looking all like physically looking weak and like you know actually kneel down and he's over here trying to say his piece, but he's saying it like weak and shit because they beat the fuck out of him. That's giving mm-hmm. them what they want. Right. But if he's like, well, that, at, to the that, best it, of his ability, standing strong, that's making them more mad. And that's what you want to do in that situation because he's like, I'm going to stand my ground. Right. Well, I get that, but it was just like, and that's what I'm saying. Like, we know, well, this movie is, is not, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, not not proportion. It's not based in reality how things work, basically. So right. I get to that, but I'm like, I, that's a part I didn't like at all. I get what you're saying, but I disagree. I think he could still still didn't have to stand. He still could have sung in anguish and everything. Still letting them know that even though they whooping my whooping me, I'm um uh, I'm still not going to give in. I'm still pushing through the pain. Mm-hmm. I'm still singing this to you guys and everything else like that instead of. Happy go lucky song. Well, not happy go lucky, but I uh, still sing a song for you. I still like. I think that was that's the part I didn't like. But I, I can see your side of it too. I agree. Right. Um, I thought you were gonna say you didn't like the part two overall because I did not like part two overall. You didn't like part two <clears throat> overall. No. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Well, back to what you were saying, and also like, uh, you know, when we do two part episodes, how the second one never does good. Mm-hmm. So I broke this up in two days too, <laughs> to where the second half of this was a later half. So I don't know if it was because I watched the first half and I enjoyed that one to where yeah. it was like, I, I have to watch the second half. So I'd enjoy it or what it was, but I did 
I did enjoy this a lot lesser than the first half. Same. And I was like, was it because like maybe I was a different person on Monday than I was? Right. <laughs> right. That's what it was. See? Yeah. Uh, what do you think of part two overall, Courtney? I thought it was fine. Like, because uh, I think part one was, what was it, fire? Right? I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah. Like they had yeah, a little yeah. title sequence since like part, I think part one was fire, part yeah, just the middle part what, was what like you water. think of part two. Okay, okay. But um <clears throat> part two was fine. I think um I can't remember how it started out, but I think what was that? How did it start out with his um father? I think teaching him how to shoot a rifle. Oh yeah, or the something. flashback. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was I actually enjoyed that. That was pretty good. I, I, yeah. I did enjoy I, that I part. It we, we finally got the backstory of why is yeah. Rachel doing it. They right. that part explained everything. Yeah. Yeah, because I was like with Matt, I was like, because like how you were thinking about well, how you felt about Raju um, when um, Bahim was storming the palace. Uh, that's the way I feel like um, Raju throughout the, I guess like the first half of the movie or like yeah, yeah. the first half. I was kind of like, I was like, why are you doing this? Like, why are you returning your people like this? Like being this like stone cold, like determined yeah. lackey to like the British Empire. And when they finally revealed it to me, revealed that um, in that part of the movie, part two, I was like, okay, I get you. Like, I know why you're doing this. Yeah. I know your motivation and stuff like that. Like, when um, when I turned the movie off um, after watching part mm-hmm. one, as I was going to bed, I was like, they better not redeem this motherfucker in part two. And what the fuck did they do? <laughs> they, they redeemed, they redeemed them. them. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, yeah, overall, I liked it. It was good stuff, but like, I don't know. Like I said, I think I was just probably a, a different person because it was like I don't want to watch 25 minutes of fight scene. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what we got at the end. <clears throat> I enjoyed the part, the, the fight scene and the forest. Yeah. <clears throat> I I enjoyed that. I enjoyed the arrows of fires. It was the outlandish stuff. Again, but I felt like the ending was lackluster because mm-hmm. you did all this crazy shit to get here. Right. But then the very end, all it took was just you ride a motorcycle, gets on fire. It destroys everything. <laughs> also, I thought his wife, the queen or whatever, should have had a more, uh, more bloodier death. Oh, yeah. No, bloodier death. Uh, but then at the <laughs> end, like basically all it boiled down to was. Mm-hmm. Once he threw the motorcycle in there, hit the ammunition explosive, it crumbled everything down, right. and he sh- and then uh, Behem shot him with a gun. I feel like because he technically, the king or whoever you want to call him, technically did not do anything physically through this whole movie except for that one time at the end where he uh, Raju hit the hit the uh, branch to trip him. Yeah. he hopped up in the air, yeah. shot the gun. Mm-hmm. Did that. Besides that, he physically did not do anything in this movie. Yeah. I mean, he's the kind of like, quote unquote, boss that, you know, Mm -hmm. he's going to most of the bad things that happen in the movie are his fault. So like his words have as much power as his his physical actions. Right. 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 So I wish there was been a more struggle with him, like a do a fight scene with them or something like that. Mm -hmm. But it was kind of like he came out, shot him and we're done here. Yeah, yeah. yeah he so got that's why, like, that's kind of anticlimactic, anticlimactic. 
So mm. before we get into trivia and all that stuff, um, I want to ask you guys, uh, did you guys know that those two characters, uh, Bahim and Raja, they're real people? They were yeah. real people. Yeah, I heard about that. I did not know that. So they were real people, but they did not meet each other. Like they did not know each other. Like there are two people, oh. there are two um people that were trying to fight for the freedoms of india from the british right Mm -hmm. there are two people that never actually crossed paths so okay if i was going to make a thing it's kind of like harriet tubman and martin luther king jr joined in on a fight type of thing i'd say harriet tubman and and abraham lincoln but yes wow oh same time period yeah 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 yeah, it's okay. funny you say Harry Tubman because like I I just thought about that. What was it that Tubman movie that came out a couple years ago? <laughs> that was so ridiculous. It was I don't know. I actually, like they were trying to be so serious. That's the funny thing because I think the movie was called <laughs> Harriet, but everybody just yeah. called it Tubman because that's a better fucking title. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when I see Harriet, but, I think of Harriet the Spy. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, fuck that movie. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, what do y'all think the Rotten Tomatoes is on this movie? Oh, <clears throat> mm. I, I guess. Let me see. I say something high, 80 like uh, or ninety. I say ninety. I was about or to say ninety, low? so I I was gonna go with eighty. I'll go with eighty-five. Then something pretty high, because I've been um, right. I read the wiki on this one mm-hmm. and uh. So that it was highly uh, liked and stuff. So I say something okay. high. So I go with eighty five. Okay. Um, it has ninety five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm. Damn, that's Damn, crazy. Because what movie did yeah. we do a couple weeks ago when it was like, oh, the Prestige, and the Prestige got something uh, super low. Yeah. Either you know, the critics are like. stupid or they're right on the money. Um, Wait. so I want mm-hmm. so higher or lower, what do you think the audience score was? Probably like a 99. Ooh. I know a lot of people love this movie. <laughs> I go with 99 or 100. I go lower. <laughs> Cover the spread. The audience score is mm-hmm. 94. 94. Wow. Nah, okay. I'm pushing back on this. Okay, I said at the beginning, I enjoyed this movie, but y'all are tripping if y'all y'all saying that then. Yeah, what do you mean? Ninety four. I mean, it's a ninety four. I wouldn't get, do okay on Letterbox. Would you give this movie? Uh, it, I either gave it a four or a four and a half. Right, <clears throat> it's not a five. Uh, when I think of a ninety four, that's like a five star. That's not so, a hundred is a five star. Well. Mm-hmm. It's, it's still an A. It's still an A. Right. Yeah. So, like, my four or four and a half would get you to the 94. I don't... No, I wouldn't give it a four <laughs> and a half. No. I, I give it a... See, now, because like, you think about it, it's three. Three is average. It's, it's better than that. So, guess, three so and a half or four? four? Four, right, yeah. Right. Nah, it's, it's, but 94 seems too much, though. <laughs> yeah. 90 seems similar. right on par. Uh-huh. Okay. I thought the audience score would have been a lot higher. I mean, yeah. it's. Yeah. I mean, so there's um, <clears throat> there is some controversy about the movie because everything has controversy, um, okay. especially in India. Wait, 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 hold on. Let me try to guess what it is. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't think you uh, will because it's you know cultural stuff. Yeah. Oh, it's cultural stuff. Wait, cultural <laughs> stuff in India or cultural stuff here? No. Oh, no, no. The issues are in okay. India. Oh, uh, let me think. Women, no. Uh, men. I don't know. What is it? So you know, at the end when Bahim has that all red outfit with the bow and arrow. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> there's some people that don't like that because of like the imagery is akin to some other stuff from their history and they're mm-hmm. like that the the way this person is dressed is emulating something that we don't really want to promote in our culture anymore mm-hmm. oh, oh okay, okay. Mm-hmm. yeah so um <clears throat> all all of the follow up the following too wow I was not focused when I was preparing for the show. Of the following, which was not a filming location for RRR? A, India. B, Ukraine. C, Bulgaria. Or D, Turkey. Ukraine. Ukraine. I <laughs> think. <laughs> I think those areas are close to each other regionally. The song Natu Natu was shot mm-hmm. in Ukraine at the Markowski Palace in Kiev a few months before the onset of the Russian invasion. Um, the answer is um, actually Turkey. Okay. Uh, okay. They didn't film anything in Turkey. Um, although the although the film found international success on Netflix. Uh, the director was angry with Netflix because they took only the Hindi dubbed version, not their original Tagali or, or the other dubbed versions. Um, so okay. basically there's more uh, than there's more than Hindi in India. Okay, there we go. Let's let's oh, I forgot okay. to bring this up. I watch everything in its original language. Right. So when um before I tried to watch this on Netflix, and of course I was like Hindu, and as I'm watching it, I'm like, "This ain't syncing up. Right. I don't mm-hmm. like this." So right. then I was like, "That's when I asked you for the stuff." And then I'm watching this, and I'm like, "This ain't syncing up." I was like, right. "All right." So I was like, "If nothing's syncing up, then I'm about to put this in English now." I wish that it should have been it had its original language available. Yes. Oh, so you watched the movie in English. What yeah, did... once I once once I once I found out that it wasn't um there was no original, original language and and because if I why would I watch a dub version of something else where if I'm gonna watch a dub version I might as well just watch it in English. You right? Um, <laughs> you watched the Hindi version, Courtney? Yeah, I watched the Hindi um dub because like I thought that was the dub. Now that you mentioned, yeah, I thought that was the original language, but now that you say <laughs> it was, what was the original language? Tagali. 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 I believe that that's makes... to, I believe that's how you say it. If not, I genuinely apologize to if I said that incorrectly. That makes so much sense now. Cause like when I was watching the movie, it felt like like they weren't given like bad lip thinking, but like the the characters were kind of like, yeah, something wasn't matching up. And I was like, it kind of it didn't bug me, but I was like thinking that throughout the whole uh, throughout the entire movie. And I was like, is it the same way with the English or like, you know, like the British um, actors? 
and I started watching them and I was like, no, they sound perfectly fine. It doesn't seem like they're lip syncing or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But now that, yeah, now that you mention it, it that makes a lot of sense. <clears throat> Did they explain why they didn't uh, include that in there? Mm-hmm. Netflix probably, t- no, but they were probably just being lazy. They were like, it doesn't sure. matter. Like, I don't know. We've talked, we talked about this last mm-hmm. year when I was trying to, on that episode of the show, when we watched that Alvin, not Alvin and Chipmunks, Rescue sure. Rangers movie. Um, and I was complaining about how uh, I tried to watch the old show on Disney Plus and it was um, they just stretched it out so that it it would fit my widescreen instead of showing mm -hmm. it in the original aspect ratio and Um, they're like people don't give a shit right because like the majority of people would just watch shit to watch it like mm-hmm. they'll just watch it stretched out on their screen or they'll turn the subtitles, the 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 um the the preferred language to English and they're just gonna keep it the fuck moving. And like uh-huh. we are the minority of people that actually would like to see it in this purest form. Yes. Right. Huh? That's true. As long as you have that <laughs> English, then they fine with it. Right. So um last thing, the film was shot over 320 days, which makes sense mm-hmm. because they did a lot they did a lot of yeah choreography yeah. they did a lot of like you know action sequences i get it right yeah because <laughs> i can't even imagine how long that what was it it was the the during the final battle and like raju and Bahim were i think raju was sitting on top of Bahim's shoulders and like they uh-huh. were fighting like if they were as if they were like one person yeah. and i was like so unbelievable but <laughs> It how looked, was the choreography on cool. that? I don't. You said what? Yeah. How was the choreography on that? Yeah. 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 That was. I can't even imagine how long that must have took. But yeah, man, it's really good catching back up with you, Courtney. Good to see yeah, that yeah. you know, you're you're making some strides to the goals that you set two years ago. Um, <laughs> do you have anything you'd like to plug? <clears throat> um, at the moment, I guess I can just plug my. If anyone wants to follow me on Instagram, search Hero 100, uh, S-U-R-G-E, Hero, H-E-R-O, 100. Because, um, like, I don't post a lot of, like, um, personal pictures online, but I do, from time to time, post, like, uh, my artwork. So mm-hmm. if anyone's interested in seeing my artwork, you can go to search Hero 100 on Instagram and check me out there. And uh, I think that's about it. Yeah. Did uh are you not doing your um your Instagram anymore? Instagram. Are you not doing your are you not doing your YouTube anymore? Oh I, I forgot about, well I didn't forget about that, but I, I forget I kind of forgot, but I still am doing my YouTube. I actually I've been posting a little bit here and there um over the last couple of months and um I think I'm gonna take it more much more seriously. Uh because I guess over the past year I've just been kind of like doing it as a hobby, but I think I'm going to start taking it a little bit more seriously uh, now. I guess, like, because I guess, like, uh, I don't know, I guess, like, I just started thinking about it um, more and more lately. Like, I can actually turn this into, like, a job or something like that. Because, like, I've been uh-huh. thinking about uh, working for Disney and stuff like that, but I'm like, man, like, why work for Disney when I can have my own thing? So, yep, true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because I don't know. I guess like I I watched like Disney and like how they, you know, like how they are in the news and like how they practice, I guess like business practices a little bit here and there. Because like 
it seems like nowadays they're almost always in the news. Or well, mm-hmm. that's for me. I'm like when, when I'm on YouTube, pretty much that's how it seems. Uh-huh. Uh, but, but um, yeah, I guess like yeah, I just started thinking like, man, why work for them when I can have my own thing where I can like make my own choices and like choose which direction I want like my content to go or like my um my uh projects to go and uh yeah I just been giving it a lot of thought lately. Right. Well good luck in that Courtney. Yeah thank you. <laughs> thank you so much for listening. Please rate, like and review our podcast on your platform of choice. If you have any feedback please email us at we used to talk pod at gmail.com like our Facebook page, we used to talk about this at work and follow us on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at We Used to Talk Pod. Follow me on Letterbox at BOW1213, Matt at Mr. King0257, and come back next week when we do a classic review of the 1992 John Ritter movie. Stay tuned. Like always, I don't know if this is a good episode. I don't know if it was a bad episode. Whatever you think about it, talk about it at work. Thank you for listening.